Welcome. You're listening to the Consensus State Change Podcast, an interview series inspired by the emerging decentralization phenomenon. So, Carolyn Reckow, thanks for joining me on State Change. Great to be here, Arthur. So, can you tell us a bit about how Consensus organizes itself internally and, and what your role is in the organization? Sure. So, Consensus is an organization that uh, builds on blockchains. We're all about blockchains. So, we have designed the organization to um, resemble a blockchain in a lot of ways. So we're a company of about, I think at this point, about 115 people, um, and we're all over the planet. <laughs> we're in, I think, like mm, four or five continents and mm, 12 or 15 countries, um, and uh, we all work almost as individual nodes, um, and you could also say that our teams operate as individual nodes where there is a lot of autonomy in the way that we work, but we're all working towards um, you know, a central goal of um, building a new social and economic operating system for the planet. So is this the, uh, mo- the remote first? Is that, is that the, the term that's used? That is a term that I actually just recently... Um, was introduced to. Um, I would say that we are remote first. I think that's definitely how um, consensus began. So our our main headquarters is located in Brooklyn. You and I are sitting here um, in Bushwick right now. And we've got, at this point, perhaps like 40% um, of, of our folks um, technically live in New York. But we started out um, our first 10 employees Maybe only two or three were in New York. You know, we had, um, for example, you know, Simon de la Rouvier in Cape Town, South Africa, was one of our first employees. And then, you know, Connor Keenan out in the Midwest. Um, and uh, Andres Jung in uh, Santiago in Chile. So definitely remote first is how we've started and uh, have continued to, to value that what, principle. What proportion is in... How many people work in the in the Bushwick office. I know I work here, but I don't even know exactly how many people are here. So technically we've got, I think like technically 40, 45 people uh, live in New York, but we have so many people traveling so often that there's rarely more than 30 people in the office at once. Um, and also, and people that technically do live in New York sometimes will choose to, you know, spend a month or two living in another country and working remotely from there because um, we have a company where uh, that's possible. So, yeah, we rarely have all 45 in the office at once. What are the challenges of maintaining coherence in an organization with so little uh, apparent hierarchy or, or structure? Um, so, as you mentioned, we are we str- are strongly opposed to um, hierarchy, and you know, thinking about that immediately, you, you know, you might think that that equates to less structure, 
Actually, the opposite is true. Uh, in an organization that is uh, continuously trying to be flat um, and transparent and non-hierarchical, you actually need to have more structure built in uh, to make sure that people are working efficiently and that, um, that, that systems function and that teams can get their work done. What that means for uh, consensus and uh, the operational team which we call mesh services. I can talk a little bit more about why we call it that and what that means. Um, But essentially what that means is uh, for folks working in operations and also every single person in the consensus company, in the consensus mesh, as we call it, uh, needs to think about how we uh, work together and how we manage ourselves and how we self-manage our teams because we don't have managers um, and folks who are above us in a hierarchical sense telling us what to do. Um, And we spend a lot of time thinking about innovative ways to build processes and systems that are automatic and suited towards the way that we work rather than uh, trying to fit an antiquated system of management or hierarchy onto kind of what we're doing, building our own thing from the ground up. Just to focus on the the benefits of this uh, this more organic structure, Mm -hmm. how do you feel uh, it improves what we're doing here and how do you feel maybe it makes, might make life more difficult? So I think having autonomy as an individual in an organization has a lot of benefits, right? Folks in consensus have the freedom to live wherever they want in the world, um, to have, for the most part, whatever sort of, you know, work hours they want. It also, I think, opens up a lot of room for creativity and attracts people who are some of the brighter minds. Uh, And I think it's actually also something that works really well for developers. So I think... It's it's in some ways it's a strategic advantage, you know, for attracting a lot of really bright people and a really a lot of really strong developer talent, um, and um, it's also just like you know a formula for happiness, right? <laughs> that individual autonomy, and that's something that's really important to to Joe to Joe Lubin is that that individual autonomy and then kind of people happiness. So that's definitely one of the advantages. When you're happier, you can be more creative, you can do better work. I'm a big believer of that. Um, so one of the disadvantages, though, uh, that we are currently kind of in, a, I'd say, like a transitory a period of, in the organization, you know, we're going through some growing pains, um, and that is dealing with ambiguity. So one of the things that we're working on moving forward is a more structured and um, still self-defined, but um, putting in some processes for more structure around role definition, uh, because in a startup, you know, people wear a lot of different hats. As a company that is not um, sort of hiring in a, a strictly hierarchical way where everybody has a specific role title, you know, such as, you know, communications manager or, uh, you know, VP of sales, you know, we don't have those at Consensus. So that is awesome for a lot of reasons, but there's a, there's a lot of ambiguity with that as well. Uh, so we are starting to think about, you know, all right, how can we as a company define the work that people do in, um, I guess, dynamic ways, but still clearly defined and articulated? I've started to design processes around 
performance reviews that are more peer-based rather than managerial-based since we don't have um, explicit managers. So, yeah. So the mesh, why the term mesh? And can you explain what mesh, what role mesh services performs? Sure. Um, so I mentioned that, you know, we're a blockchain um, venture production studio. So we you know, wanted to design our organization uh, kind of like, like a blockchain in a uh, distributed, decentralized way. So we think of individuals as nodes and also as teams as nodes. Um, so kind of what connects us all. Um, and we like to think of ourselves all together as one company, as a mesh of nodes. Um, so we use the term consensus mesh to describe um, to describe the company internally. And so mesh services was our, the language that we decided to use to describe operations. Um, and also, you know, there's some HR in there as well. But generally, all of the extra bits and pieces and um, processes that kind of come in between the teams that you would need in an operational sense. And we took that a little step further in thinking about our methodology for working together. And we actually call that methodology meshocracy. Um, and that was a play a little bit on holacracy. So holacracy was one of the first really, um, really strongly defined methodologies for a flat organizational structure. I think the most famous uh, example of a company that's using it right now is Zappos. But I think that there are quite a few other startups uh, in the Silicon Valley area and actually around the world who are experimenting with holacracy. We looked at holacracy pretty closely in building out mesh services, and we definitely drew from it. Took some things uh, such as the concept of roles rather than humans with static titles as being the central uh, unit of definition. So we, we use that a lot. And also we took some, some methodology from the idea of circles, um, circles being the name for teams, uh, having governance meetings where they get together on a regular basis and in a flat kind of roundtable sort of way decide how they want to work together as a team rather than you know, having a manager tell them how they're going to work. Um, so those are a couple of things we drew from Holacracy, but you know, largely the model itself was, um, was, was rigid and there were, there were just some things about it that weren't right for us. So we, yeah, we decided to take, take what we like and throw out what we didn't and are continuing to, to grow our own processes and methodology and call it meshocracy. So what is your personal experience of, of working at Consensus and, and, uh, and tackling these little problems that I suppose you wouldn't really be able to anticipate uh, coming from? What's your background? So my background is in the social sciences. I'm not, not technical at all. Um, I used to be a social worker, a therapist, and then I, I went back to school and I got a master's degree in um, something called macro social work, which is really sort of human organizational behavior and systems thinking, but with a um, like a social justice perspective. 
And uh, after getting that degree, I, I pretty much immediately found blockchain, was living in Boston at the time, had some some fun friends who were thinking about um, blockchain in the context of law, thinking about blockchain in the context of uh, personal data and human rights. Um, a lot of really interesting... Uh, it, was, it was a really interesting way for me to be introduced to the technology, and I immediately got really into it and started going to hackathons. And um, actually, I built out... Um, with a team of folks, most of whom are at Consensus now, um, a hackathon project that was an identity and reputation management system on Ethereum for communities to solve essentially the problem of the tragedy of the commons um, using new tokenized uh, reputation. It was really fun, fun thought experiment and kind of really helped me wrap my head around the possibilities of blockchain for communities and um, for organizational good. My experience working at Consensus um, has been really amazing, you know, and a lot of that um, has to do with the the autonomy that I keep mentioning, um, in that I've always been able to pursue what interested me, and what interests me is human organizations and, and human behavior. And, uh, you know, I've been with Consensus for... For over a year now, I think I was maybe higher number, somewhere between 15 and 20. And I wasn't always working on this organizational stuff because in the beginning it wasn't needed. But as we grew and, you know, and as it became clear that people thinking about solving these sorts of problems in a, a, a totally brand new type of organization um, it was definitely necessary. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely been a challenge because we value autonomy so highly. We haven't until very recently put out, you know, mm, I'd say maybe mandates to build some of these systems. And what's really exciting, um, and it's going to be challenging, but it's very exciting uh, going forward is we're starting to build out systems like um bounty systems, uh, so developers can help us build some internal systems, so things like dashboards and, you know, OKR, KPI metrics that are, can go into those internal dashboards. Um, you know, I mentioned performance reviews, you know, systems that hopefully are going to use uh, blockchain components because we are a blockchain company, wrapping in, you know, U-port, you know, for identity and reputation, uh, perhaps some iteration of boardroom for, for governance and voting and internal decision-making. We are, you know, well on the way uh, towards, you know, thinking about how we're going to use some of those tools ourselves internally um, and, you know, to be able to build out systems that um, that people in the, in the organization have a lot of ownership over. Super exciting to me, but also um, completely uncharted territory. Thanks for listening to State Change. Check out consensusmedia.net for more.